Blog Talk Radio. P-E-A-R-L Chat. Welcome to Pearl Chat with Miss Lynn. Here we empower, encourage, educate, and advocate with the side of entertainment. Join us for an hour of voice, empowerment, anointing, resilience, and love. Welcome to Pearl Chat with Miss Lynn. I thank you all for tuning in, and I do hope you all enjoy our show. I do want to start off with thanking you all for your support over the past few weeks of our start, and I do hope that you continue with us on this journey of Pearl Chat. Pearl is poised, empowered, anointed, resilient, and loving, and all all of these things are things that we, as women, as men and, and as a community, we empower, and that we, um, who des- describes us? Pearl, P, poise. We are poised in our actions, in our words, in our ways. We are empowered to do greatness. We are empowered in our thinking. We are empowered in so many different areas. We are anointed. We are anointed, and we are anointed by God's grace and his favor and his mercy. We are resilient. No matter what we go through, we always seem by God's grace to bounce back. And we are loving because we know God is love. Tonight we have an awesome show for you. As I stated in our first um, show, that along the way we will be highlighting some awesome, awesome people. And for everybody know that Black History Month, Black History Month is in February, but we are getting a jump start on our highlights because, you know, we know about Martin Luther King, we know about Coretta Scott, Scott King, Rosa Parks, all of them who have done great things to make a way for us, for our rights, and to change the dynamics of how we, how we live. Well, we do know all those people, but guess what? We have people right here today who are constantly making a difference, who are changing the face of of life. Let's just be honest. Face of life in general, how we see things. So they are making such a great difference, and they are really pearls. They are poised, empowered, anointed, resilient, and loving. And so our first highlight on this great journey. It's going to be an awesome woman. Her name is Leanne Foster. I met her at a gala, and it was amazing. Um, I was being honored at this event. And after my media interview, she just gave me the warmest hug. And everybody don't give them type of hug. But she gave me the warmest, most sincere hug, and it was almost like she was saying, just with a hug, it's okay. Because I was going through a difficult time myself during that time with my health and a lot of other things. And just having someone say, it's okay, not with their words, but with their heart. And I have been um, watching some of the things you do online. She is, um, she's, I think she runs a um, magazine, but I know she did an awesome interview for me, and I was so excited. I said, oh, my God, I feel like a celebrity, <laughs> but she made me feel so great. So she's doing so many different things, and I want to not prolong the time. I want to bring, I want you all to meet Miss Leanne Foster yourself. I want her to tell you who she is. I want you all to embrace and feel the love that I, you, everybody's going to get. I promise you, just hear her voice. You're going to get it. So without further ado, I would love to welcome Miss Leanne Foster. Hello, love. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. Thank you so much for having me and let me tell you that that hug that I gave you was the hug of saying, I am so proud of who you are outside of any story, outside of 
any trauma or harm or hurt that has been come. You're you're an amazing, amazing person, and I'm glad to call you my sister. So thank oh, you ma'am. so much. <laughs> thank you. Don't have me on but, your crying now. <laughs> by the end of the night, we might both be crying. We might both be crying. But you know what? Right. We're going to let it move. We're going to let it move. However, it moves. <laughs> All right. Well, I want you to tell our listening audience who you are. I mean, tell them a little bit about you. What are you about? Um, you know, a little bit about Ian. Certainly. Well, let me tell you who I am. I am light. I am light to a world in dark places. So what I pride myself on is whether you see me in a church pew, whether you see me on a karaoke circuit, whether you see me at a gala, I am authentically me. I love uh, the skin that I'm in, and I'm so grateful that God has blessed me with the gifts and talents that he's given me and the special and uniqueness about me. So I make sure when I answer who I am to a profession, it's not attached to somebody else. It's who God made me to be. I am a child of the Most High God. Um, What I do, um, I am a business owner of Eugenics Foster Professional Development, where I, uh, my slogan, and it is my lifestyle, we teach people how to treat people. So I'm really, really big on the treatment of others. So I go into organizations, and I help them with internal and external customer service. I help people realize the best in themselves. And so that's what I get to do um, on a regular basis. That's what I love. That's my client base. And so I really, really, really just love my company and where uh, it's going and the doors that it's open to me. I'm also a media personality known as Loving Leanne, and I've been um, – I've hosted a radio show. I'm soon – going to be the co-host on a TV show on the AIB network, Authentically Living, hanging with Latarsha and Leanne, and we'll be talking about everyday things with everyday people that matters to really everybody, just just getting to a lot of heart of the matters, but it's, you know, it's not all heavy. Sometimes we'll laugh, and, you know, I like to have fun. I am really, really goofy. <laughs> I enjoy... Uh, I enjoy just lightheartedness, just being able to sit around and appreciate the little things. Right. Um, yeah, so so I'm a speaker and a trainer, and so, th- so those are some of the things that I I do. But who I am is um, just the, a light, a, another light um, in this world. Wow, that is amazing. I remember the night that we met you, um, my husband said, he was like, oh, my God, he said, our love is just Wow. You know, he said, do you know her? I said, no. I said, I've never met her before. I said, I've seen her, but I've never, because I've seen you before, but I've never face-to-face met you until that night. And he said, babe, the way she walked up to you was like, you all been on each other for years. I said, yes. And I just, I, I really appreciate that because I was nervous that night. Right. I was in pain. I was having an emotional roller coaster, so much over my mind. I was just going. I, I, matter of fact, I had a, a, a domestic violence victim um, actually texting back and forth with me. So I had so much going on that night, and that hug, just you know what I said. You know what? I'm done. Okay, listen. I had to call somebody else. Can you handle her? Because <clears throat> tonight I'm going to relax. And sometimes yes. that's all we need mm-hmm. is for something to authentically and just wholeheartedly just hug, just love mm-hmm. without anything. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and you gave it. I promise you, you gave <laughs> it in every way possible. So tell us a little about, a bit about your journey. How did you get here? How did I get here? Wow. You're going to need um, uh, to button your seatbelt. It has not been one of those journeys that just, you know, I I was just telling a a sister in Christ earlier, I said, you know, that, you know, the cliche, the the little saying that people say, uh, you make plans and then God laughs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's definitely one of those. Well, I am really just a hometown girl from Tennessee. And 
I knew that after I graduated, I, I wanted more. Um, Knoxville, Tennessee was a great place to be raised, but it didn't offer a lot of diversity. And so I really wanted to get closer to people that looked like me doing things that I wanted to do. The, the brown faces like mine in Knoxville right. are usually the, you know, the, the public, the blue, not even just blue collar workers, but we were always working right. for someone. We were, you know, I believe in servant, servanthood, but I also know that there's so much more for us. And so when I came to Atlanta, I just thought it seemed like everybody that, that looked like me gave me hope. They were walking mm-hmm. around downtown with their briefcases and their running shoes and their dress suits on, going <laughs> to their office buildings. And I was like, I want to do that. I knew mm-hmm. that what I wanted to do, it would probably be limited in Knoxville. So for the moment, uh, so I've moved here um, early 20s. Um, that was a leap. But I knew that there was just so much more um, for me, but I moved here, and shortly after that, I got married. I got got married to my high school sweetheart, and my heart got broken. So that was my first big heartbreak. Um, mm. Nearly killed me. Like when I say literally, nearly killed me. I was supposed to die with his last name, mm-hmm. and that's all that I knew. Um, he was most of my childhood and all of my adulthood at that point. And so mm-hmm. it took a lot of, um, and don't don't let me um, don't don't let me not be honest. I still wasn't healthy after that. I knew I was hurt, and mm-hmm. so I ended up getting married again out of hurt, kind of a rebound relationship. But more mm-hmm. than anything, it was just really highlighting to me how unhealthy I was, mm-hmm. um, how I didn't really understand what love was supposed to look like because I was doing stuff that wasn't love. And so um, I was, I was working for the city. Um, I moved here and ended up taking a job at Atlanta police department where I worked um, over nearly a decade. And, um, but I was just miserable. I thought I was happy. I know that my spirit, who I am, I'm just designed to be happy. So right. If, if there's something heavy on me, it affects me, I think, a little differently than maybe if it affects somebody else because just my personality is kind of upbeat, um, really, really energetic. And so if there's something heavy on me, that unhealthiness or that burden, it weighs me way down. So I mm-hmm. used to have some really, really dark, deep, dark moments where I could go and close the blinds, be behind curtains, don't want to talk to anybody, just really, really shut down and and I'm sure, as you know, that's always a dangerous mm-hmm. place to be in. So I battled with um, suicidal thoughts. And, and I had been doing that probably since middle school. Um, the spirit of suicide came into my life as one of my middle school classmates hung herself. And when she hung herself and I was in the eighth grade, suicide always became an option to escape problems for me. And so... Um, I was working on a job that I hated. I was in a marriage that I hated. Everything about, around me was just miserable. And, wow. and, and and I was feeding a lot of that. So I had to figure out how to get healthy. And so, like right. I said, the journey wasn't straightforward. I just knew there was something in the back of my head that always knew that there was greater for me. Right. That there was greater for me, and there were some things that I was going to have to surrender. There were some things that I was going to have to walk away from. There were some belief systems that I was going to have to destroy. And so God didn't let me die those times that I attempted. God didn't kill me in those times where I stood in the midst of sin. So I figured he was giving me another chance. So here I am. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. Buckle up. Wow. powerful and it's funny you say you was from Knoxville wow I actually lived in Tennessee oh my god for a while I actually as a child and then after I got married I moved back to Knoxville so you know Knoxville I call Knoxville the spit city you it's so it's not that big so (laughs) everybody know everybody business in Knoxville Exactly. I could I could visit every family member within a seven minute right. radius and hit everybody's house. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And I have a lot I have quite a few family in um Knoxville. 
So I know a lot of people are not so actually I uh, it's funny because I take Meg up there for one dollar. <laughs> so I get excited when I have my little dollar. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a bargain shopper. But wow. I, I, oh, wow. I get it. Yeah. So, so Yeah, we are we have so much dollar. in common. We have so much in common. Um yeah, I battled de- depression and suicidal thoughts and oh my gosh and just been through I've been through some turmoils myself and I can definitely identify with a lot of things you have said. Wow, you are truly, truly, truly a pearl. I mean, when I say it, I literally mean every meaning of a pearl you are. But I want to hold that thought. We're going to do a quick commercial, and we'll be right back with the loving Leanne. I can't wait. Sadly, today, most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily, and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage. Integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures the author has provided a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. Pearl Chat with Ms. Lynn. Poi, empower, anointed, resilient, loving, empowering, inspiration, Pearl Chat, community awareness, and fun, Pearl Chat with Ms. Lynn. We are back with the loving Leanne Foster. I am just so excited. First of all, that you even um, accepted the invite to be on the show. I was just like, oh, wow, because you are such an awesome, awesome young lady. And I know you have so much to do. So you being able to take this time out for me and for our listeners is such, such, such a blessing and greatly appreciated. Oh, the honor well, wanna... all mine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. What I do want to ask you is there are there's so many young women out here who um, really have a dream. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we're going to focus on a lot, especially in February, is following your dream and really, really going after your goals. Um, a lot of them just feel like, you know, they have negative feedback. They have um, some of them have low self-esteem. It's just a lot of things that have barriers. What could you say to those who they want to do something but don't know how to do it? They have a dream, but, you know, you got the negativity here. You shouldn't do it. I dealt with that. I dealt with that even, you know, my, my dream, I wanted to go, but it wasn't necessarily a dream or something I wanted to do. I wanted to go to school to become a, a mechanic. And I remember I had enrolled, and I think I went one day. And I had so many people at church and in the family. No, that's a man's job. So I stopped. Then I wanted to go on HVAC. So I enrolled in the school. I went for one week. I yet again telling people about it, blah, blah, blah. What would you say to those who really, really have a dream but just don't know how to go after it? Wow. Well, 2016, my, uh, my keynote speech was there's power, there's power in the P, and the P meaning purpose. Um, so I am so purpose-driven. Once I tasted my purpose and once I knew 
that I could tap into my purpose and live the life that had been designed for me, it's almost like nothing, nothing can stop me. But I think we, we, we have this, I even think from raising our kids, we, I don't, I want to say do it wrong because you never want to tell somebody they're parenting wrong. But I think when we're tapping into our children, we ask the wrong questions. We say, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And of Mm -hmm. course they want to be something that makes you proud. So usually we'll say you, that's my little doctor or that's my little lawyer. That's my basketball player. So they know that Mm -hmm. I want to please my parents. So they adapt and hold on to those little things that have been put on them. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage people to go back to the earliest memory, the earliest memory where you knew what you wanted to be. I, I challenge people to say, when did you lose that dream? When wow. did you lose it? When did you allow people and circumstances and situations because, you know, they'll say, oh, you wanted to be that. Oh, there's no money in that. You're, you're never going right. to, don't do that. Do Well, there's money over here. And we're not all chasing paper. Right. You know, people right. are, are filthy rich and miserable. <clears throat> and there right. are some people that are living very modestly, but the contentment and the joy that they have, you can't place a price tag on. So I think we have to redesign how we talk to people about what is it that you want to do? And then I tell people, trace your purpose to what, okay. what area, who is it that, that calls and pulls on your heartstrings? Because purpose is always connected to people. And who are you supposed right. to serve? Who are you supposed to be wow. serving? And that's how you're going to really be able to drill down. Is it hungry? Is it sex trafficking? Is it who, when you hear a call, you just feel like there's something on the inside of you that jumps up and you have to answer. Wow. And so I always encourage people to go back to those moments. And that means you have to get quiet. You have to go and sit down by yourself and not be um, distracted with all the external mm-hmm. things that are going on. And really just think about who was I at 10? Or, you know, when I see something on the TV you know, I well up my tears in my eyes, or I or I get excited. What what make? Where would I go every day without an alarm clock? I just hit the ground and I'm excited to be there. And those are right. things that are going to draw you closer to your purpose. But my 2017 keynote speech is F the BS, and F the BS. Wow. Forget the belief system. Forget the belief system where people told you what you were going to do or what you could not do. We have to wow. recondition our minds. And so that's what I tell people. Find your purpose and then forget every, everything that people tell you that limits what you and God have ordained for you to do. And um, I, I published an anthology last year, and one of the passages in the anthology, um, if you don't mind, I'd like to read it to you. It's really sure, short. Sure. And it talks about kind of how I got there. And it was talking about some unhealthy behaviors, but it says, I do not know exactly when it was that I no longer wanted to couple pain and love anymore. It could have been the same time I released myself from living by tradition of others' expectations. And that was my freedom. And that is what frees people. When you get out of those traditions, why do you do what you do? Because my mama did it. Why do you do it? Because that's what Mm -hmm. everybody else says. Why do you? And it doesn't even resonate with your spirit. You don't even like to cook. You cook because everybody in your family, you might be good at cooking, but you don't cook out of a passion. You cook because you need to get fed. But then you'll go open up a restaurant because everybody told you that you're a good cook. But you can only do that for so long before it starts to be taxing. Right. So once again, I, you know, I encourage people, hey, go figure out what your purpose is. Figure out who are you going to serve through your purpose. And then F the BS. Forget what everybody told you. Forget the labels that people put on you. And just be who God created you to be unapologetically. Right. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. Wow. <clears throat> I know um, when I got into my my area of work um, with domestic violence victims, sexual abuse, and sex trafficking, I got into it not really understanding that that was my purpose. Um it became real to me when I started waking up and that's what I thought about. 
when I go to sleep mm. and before I lay down at night. That's what I thought about. I thought about the lives that are being taken. I thought about what can I do to change it? What can I do to mm-hmm. make a difference? That's what I woke up with it on my mind. I slept with it. I um, I remember my husband telling me, he said, oh, my God, he said, you dream about helping people. And I said, I do. He said, you wake up talking about, do you wake up? Like you on the phone with somebody, I'm like, oh lord, my husband like I'm crazy. <laughs> but uh, he said, oh my god, he said you don't he said you don't fuss at these people about not doing this and not doing it because I am. Um, I, one, another thing I do is strategic planning, <clears throat> and that was another passion of mine. How why, why, my uh-huh. my thing was, how are you running a business that you don't even know have a plan? I mean, you don't have nothing, nothing in front of you. You just doing it, and so right. that was my pet peeve. How are you running a business that you have no plan in place? I mean, you did not strategically plan anything. And so <laughs> I would, I would live, it was like a nightmare to me when I would meet people. And I'm like, they, I would say strategic plan. They'd be like, what is that? I'm like, oh, my Lord. So <laughs> I do understand that purpose. Um, and I, I love the way you, you um, present it. I love your delivery of it. And I believe so many can be helped. By just that little bit, you know, of course, I want other people to be able to hear you and really get to um, get get a lot of your knowledge. Because, I mean, even on Facebook, I see stuff, different things you post and which is so enlightening and very helpful. And um, so tell us a little bit about um, lovely, lovingly Ann. Tell us about lovingly Ann. Well, Loving Leanne was born. So it once again, I told you, hang on for the ride. When I graduated from <laughs> high school in woo, long time ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I was I was on the path to go to mass commu- um, to school for mass communications, but I got derailed, and so I ended up going into a different path. Which um, you know, God never makes mistakes, and they all lined mm-hmm. up, and now it all works together for my good. Um, but I knew that I was supposed to be in mass communications and broadcasting and journalism. And so it took me, I guess, 10 years later to finally go to broadcasting school. And so I finished up with broadcasting school, and here we are nearly 10 more years later, and now I'm in the industry. And so Loving Leanne is my media personality name. And God really downloaded that to me as I was going back and forth about what my media personality, my talent name was going to be. Um, I'm telling you, I was sitting in the car, and God just said, loving Leanne. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, I can't, I couldn't have thought of it if I wanted to, but the name (laughs) has just resonated immediately with people. Like, I'm just, I can remember being um, at an event, and Kelly Price just stopped talking, and she was like, I love that name. Like that name is such a descriptor, you know, just uh, an identifier of who you are. And, and, and I like it because it keeps me, it keeps me on my toes because we all have those days. But if I'm loving Leanne, if I'm a brand, then I have to make sure that I'm promoting my brand at all times, not contingent on, how I feel that day. So it keeps me just one more level of accountability. Right. And so okay. that, like I said, that's, that's my, um, my name for media personality and um, my name, Leanne, that's actually my middle name. And it's one of my favorite aunt's name. Um, I'm named after her who passed away in oh. 2010. And she was just such a spirit. If I have to carry anybody's name, um, she was always one of those people that could correct you without hearing right. you. She wow. just loved you to correction. And so the epitome of just a brilliant, beautiful woman, hardworking. And so loving Leanne is uh, vibrant. Uh, like I said, I'm super, super goofy. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I feel like I... <laughs> I might be kind of like sushi. Either I'm a, an acquired taste, either you like me or you don't. <laughs> oh, you, don't. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just honest. My my high energy doesn't appeal to everybody. Right. Um, and that's okay, too. Just because you like oranges and I like apples 
that doesn't make either one of us wrong. We're just going to respect that you don't eat oranges and I don't eat apples. Um, right. And, 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 I, and I accept, and now Loving Leanne is healthy. So Loving Leanne is so good about um, looking at reject, not even looking at things as rejection, just I'm just not for you. You didn't right. necessarily reject me. You know, I'm right. made out of the image of God. Who would reject me out of the image of God? Mm. But what I carry, my service and my product and who I am just doesn't appeal to you. And I'm okay with that. Wow, that is powerful. We're going to take a quick commercial, and we'll be right back with Loving Leanne. Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Chat with Ms. Lynn. Poi, empower, anointed, resilient, loving, empowering, inspiration. Pearl Chat. Community awareness and fun. Pearl Chat with Ms. Lynn. We are back with Pearl Chat with Ms. Lynn with the loving Leanne. So, Ms. Leanne, so just give us a little word before we close this session out. Give us what would you like for our listeners to take back with them, to take with them on their journey? I think I would like to leave, just as I was reflecting, even over the commercial break, I probably sound like somebody that has it all together, and that is far, far from the truth. Grace, <laughs> his grace is sufficient daily, and that is what get me, gets me through. But I don't have it all together, but I do know that the most powerful thing is the, is the power to choose. And so daily, I choose, I command my day. I command um, how I want to respond to people. I know that everybody's not kind. I know that everybody um, may not, I don't know, gel with me. I know that I'm going to go up against opposition. I know that I'm still going to have trials and tribulations of life. But in it all, I choose happy. I ha- you know, in, in a world where we have all these choices, I'm going to choose to be happy and that's at all costs. That means if I have to terminate relationships that that um, impede my happiness. I don't believe that joy is stolen. I believe joy is given away. It wasn't given to you by man, so how can men steal it? Um, when, where you were at the MLK Center. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Um, tell me uh, just the, the whole day of Monday? Yeah. Well, actually, and let me tell you this about that. Of course, we were there to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King, and I love it. Um, I love this time of year. I love the celebration and, you know, all the the diversity of people coming together and just celebrating and reflecting on the strides that we've made. But let me tell you, I was a little disheartened, and I've been going back and forth about whether I'm going to do a post, a Facebook Live. Sometimes I do find that there's power in silence and just been, you know, having that discernment and wisdom. But I was so disappointed with the whole day that every time somebody got up, whether it was clergy, dignitaries, whomever it was, that that had that opportunity, that platform, and that influence to just sing the praises of this amazing man, this vessel of God, and all those people that surrounded him and helped him, um, including his wife, you know, um, Miss Coretta Scott King, we Mm -hmm. talked about, opposition to Donald Trump. And oh, I wow. thought, why would we steal this opportunity right. to right. reflect on something that 
right now it doesn't look like it's going to change. It's, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's right. going to be. And on this day, on this magnificent day, this is what we are going to focus on. And that, I believe, is a problem in our community that we're so easily distracted. And that was a distraction. That took away so much from this man who had done so much. We've stood on shoulders and we've been benefited from the fight that he fought for us. And that's what we did. And so that was quite disheartening. Even the parade, they were chanting, we resent president-elect or we reject oh, wow. president-elect. And I'm like, I know there was a thousand things that we could have been chanting in there. Right. You know, that, that exuded power and and love and, you know, just, and that's what we did. So I was disappointed this year and I was quite hurt, but what can I do other than be the change that I want to see? So right. anytime that I have the opportunity to share, I want to share love. I want to share love and I want to be kind. Well, I, I will say that watching it on TV, um, I kind of got the same feeling that that's all that became about. And, uh-huh. you know, it really was not highlighting the greatness of Dr. King and uh, Coretta Scott King. They have done so, so much. And I, I do, I too felt they were robbed of that opportunity um, of that grad, you know, us saying we're grateful in, in that honor. I I was going to talk, going to attend down there, but then the Lord just said, "No, you just sit back." Yeah. So <laughs> I had to be obedient, and I'm glad I did because I it would have been I would have kind of been really upset about it because I wanted to honor Dr. King. I wasn't there for Donald Trump. I wasn't there for Obama. I was there for King, Dr. King. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I did get the chance to see your poll, your video, and so I, I always love to see you on the screen. I, I really enjoy pretty much everything you do. You are such a graceful and um, full of light and full of joy and full of love. And if we could have a lot more of lovely Leanne's, Lord have mercy, this world would be Aww. so awesome. <laughs> and I appreciate you. So where can our listeners um, reach you? Where can they um, reach out to you? How can they contact you? Certainly. I am on every social media platform except for Snapchat. So Leanne Foster on Facebook, it's L-E-A-N-N. Um, and on Instagram, it's The Loving Leanne. And on Twitter, it's Foster 77 I don't do a lot of tweeting. I, I'm trying to get there, but I'm not there. But Facebook and Instagram <laughs> is, is where I am most of the time. And then um, I am a part of a media outlet, Inform Magazine Worldwide. And so my email there is inform.leanne at mail.com, inform.leanne at mail.com. And so those are all, all my handles, and that's where I am. I'm not hard to find. And, hey, wherever you are, I want to be. So if they know where you are, then they can find me. Awesome, awesome. We have so, so greatly enjoyed your visit, and we do hope that this is not your last time. I definitely want you to come back on and um, talk with us again. You know, I I just enjoy your presence. I enjoy your spirit, and like I said, I do hope you come back on. Maybe one day you come on and co-host the show with me or something. I just just love your spirit. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. I look to do great things with you, uh, collaborate with you. I need some strategy. So, look, I need your help. <laughs> so, all that. But I love you, and I'm so honored that you thought of me, and thank you for having me. And I hope if just one person um, got what they needed today. What we found in the ACE study involving 17,500 middle-class adults was that life experiences in childhood that are lost in time and then further protected by shame and by secrecy and by social taboos against inquiry into certain realms of human experience, that those life experiences play out powerfully and proportionately a half century later in terms of emotional state, in terms of
welcome to Irene Blog Talk Radio Show with your host and creator, Minister Annie Bell, the founder and executive director of Wealth Management Ministries Incorporated. We are providing talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas. Please enjoy the show. commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. Anointed, resilient, loving, empowering, inspiration, Pearl Chat, community awareness, and fun, Pearl Chat, with Miss Lynn. Sadly, today, most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage. Integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures, the author has provided a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction.
Sadly, today most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily, and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage. Integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures, the author has provided a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. today most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage. Integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures, the author has provided a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. My name is Scott Jones. I'm a certified social worker and a certified researcher as well. Different types of alcohol programs. 
detox. Inpatient hospitalization is between 7 to 10 days. The focus is on eliminating all traces of alcohol while at the same time controlling dangerous withdrawal symptoms. Outpatient alcohol treatment. Outpatient treatment is a part-time enrollment for moderate alcohol abusers. In outpatient treatment, the client will participate for up to four hours of group and individual counseling each and every day, and returning home at night and on weekends. Inpatient alcohol treatment. Inpatient treatment is full-time therapy and counseling for heavy alcohol-dependent and addicted individuals, usually 21 to 45 days of sleeping, eating, and working on interpersonal as well as intrapersonal issues related to alcohol abuse. Cognitive, emotional, and behavioral therapies concentrate on reframing the internal factors that motivate a person to choose alcohol and to seek to provide alternative steps to identifying and solving one's problem. Relapse prevention techniques, substance abuse education classes, practical life skills, and social services are the additional benefits offered by some treatment centers to assist in achieving the goal of long-term sobriety. Aftercare. Aftercare involves weekly individual outpatient counseling sessions, which are most frequently used in combination with recovery support groups. Typically, 6 to 12 months of personalized assistance with navigating the difficulties and unfamiliar aspects of living a fulfilling life of sobriety. Sober living. Sober living is for individuals requiring a bit more structure and support. Sober living homes may be the ideal arrangement. Adherence to the house rules, nightly curfews, paying rents, no drugs or alcohol are mandatory. Residents must be working or working on continuing their education during the day and attend support groups, meetings, or community counseling sessions in the evening.